0: Are you curious about, interested in, or working within the field of anesthesiology and you are a woman, person of color, or otherwise do not fit the stereotypical image of what an anesthesiologist looks like, then this is the podcast for you. We will discuss what life is like on the other side of the blue drape for us, issues most relevant such as what is anesthesia really, and we're not talking textbook definition, tips for applying, success in residency, life as an attending, and beyond. Join us each week as we take a dive into this rich and often misunderstood field. This is your host, Dr. Alicia Peterson, and welcome to Sivo Sisters. Hey, y'all. In every young warrior's journey into medicine, as you cross the battlefield of medical school, climb the mountain of residency, and reach what you think is the top as an attending, you will ask yourself, is this it? You'll join hospital committees, take on harder cases, but that nagging feeling still will not leave. In part two, Dr. Fowley encourages us to follow our curiosity as she has followed hers. Please enjoy. Yeah. yeah, you know, you're known for real estate, and how how did you get involved in that? When did that get introduced? Was that after you weren't attending? was that
1: so during residency, I just had this itch that just would not go away, and it was this itch that there had to be more. Mm. it was like there's there's something out there there's something out there there's something out there and I have to find it and it began with just like watching tv watching shark tank watching and just like praying for ideas for like like like, I wanted like a brilliant idea like an invention or something you know shark tank-esque yeah and then one day I was just watching tv and I, I was watching flip or flop on tv on hgtv and I saw Tarek and Christina on the show Basically, do a real estate deal and come up with sixty k in profit for just you know by renovating a house. Wow! I was like, wait, hold up. At the time, my salary was was fifty four thousand dollars, my entire annual salary. So I said, wait, these guys just did one real estate deal and they made more than my annual salary. What like what am I doing? Right. And that that was like the ignition that basically got me interested. And I was like, I'm gonna go learn, figure out what they're doing because it seems like it's good. And, you know, down a rabbit hole, I found bigger pockets. I found all these like forums and websites online. And for the next year, that was like my breakfast, lunch, and dinner. Just immersed in the real estate forums at the time, learning different strategies. But I didn't have money. Okay, I was still a resident, right? So it wasn't like I had any money. I didn't Uh do deals. But the first book that I read um, while pushing all this was called How to Invest in Real Estate with Low or No Money Down. Mm. So we took off the I don't have money excuse. And basically now forced me to now learn how to not only think about deals, but how to possibly creatively structure my deals. So basically, technically closed on three deals while I was technically officially still
0: a resident. What the heck? Um, We know the cost of living in New York is high. And (laughs) then you just mentioned your salary is low. So yeah. I find it incredible that, you know, you're in a high cost of living area with a salary that doesn't meet that. What exactly did you do?
1: The first deal that that we did ended up being 300 miles away in Norfolk, Virginia. So slightly smaller um, cost of living. <laughs> and basically what I did there was I, I didn't have the money. So I, I found out that, that, that my dad had some capital, right? So I worked with him, you know, found hard money lenders. And basically like we ended up partnering on that deal. He became the boots on the ground person. While I was like, like I knew what to do, knew head knowledge, but still knew, knew what to do. And basically you ran the deal remotely from Brooklyn while he was like the person that was was like on the ground, going there, taking pictures or taking videos and sending me so that I could see what was happening. Um, So that was how that first deal went. But by the time you kind of worked through that deal, I was like, you know, Just like as I learned more, I was like, "Huh, multifamily seems more interesting, and it seems a little safer. It's more stable than this fix and flip one was." Mm. So for my second deal, I was like, "Okay, I'll do multifamily." But then I knew it had to be a big enough deal that others could invest in because I didn't have the money. So there was Mm. no option of for me doing my own deal because I I just didn't have it. Right. So what I did was I found a number of friends who had some money who were already practicing doctors. And I think I got about five or six of them, no, five of them. It was plus us. It was six, six entities total.
0: Okay. And
1: they, they basically provided the cash that was needed to close the deal. While I found the mortgage, I, I personally guaranteed the mortgage. And that was basically my, my contribution to the deal. Uh-huh. So at the end of the day, actually my numbers ended up being a little off. So instead of having zero in the deal, I had $900 in a 12 unit apartment complex deal. Oh my God. Um, <clears throat>
0: What and how on earth are you doing this as a trainee? I mean, oh yeah, what?
1: That was the fun part. So here's the thing: what I tell people is, listen, you don't believe it, but we actually have a lot of downtime. So let's say, for example, you're walking in between the OR and the pre-op area. Guess what? You can send a text while you're walking. (laughs) You can you can send a text while you're walking. You're walking between one end, and then they're like, "Oh yeah, you know, go to MRI because that's where you know there's this crazy add-on over there." Well, in between the OR and MRI, there's usually a good five-minute walk, or not five minutes, probably like a three-minute walk, right? Those three minutes, you grab your phone, you can send a text. Anytime you can send a text in your day, you can do a deal.
0: Wow! Oh, I love that. Yes. oh okay. So you are. You've done the homework because you've listened to all these podcasts, you've read the books, so you know what to do. So then it's a matter of just execution yeah. and your life, just the time you're spending walking from one area to the other. Um, how did I mean, do you just test well regarding your boards and your ITEs and all of that? And so that was. Oh, so here here is the here's the
1: unexpected twist. Mm-hmm. I actually did better on my ITEs. When I started my real estate stuff. Oh <laughs> like I, wow. I, I did much better. My husband says that he feels that I finished residency because I did real estate. Wow. Because it was like my brain lit up. I mean, I was listening to books, I was listening to podcasts with my drives. It was like I, I had like a new zest for life. <laughs> <What>? <laughs> It was crazy that my ITE came because, you know, when you're doing something extra, right? Like it's like, oh, you know, are your grades going to now tank because your your mind is now occupied with other things?
0: Nope. That was
1: when I did the best. CA3.
0: Get out. So it actually enhanced your knowledge. It did. What advice do you give to attendings, to folks out there in anesthesiology who who want to have that that extra spark, to want to light up? I say, you know,
1: just find something. It doesn't have to be, it can be real estate, because real estate, you know, has its has its thing, right? Because you know, yeah. there's transaction engineering, there's just funding, there's figuring out, there's finding deals, like, and then there's like designing properties and stuff like that. Like you just, you know, it, it it sparks up your 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 um creativity. And if that excites you, or oh, you know what? It might not even excite you. But if you find something and you delve into it, it could be just listening to podcasts or reading books about it and just immerse yourself in that in that new thing, mm-hmm. as long as th- there's some hint of an of interest, as you sort of explore that new thing, I think it'll give you that same effect, that euphoria. Mm-hmm. And I think one other thing that it did is that it created hope, right? Uh-huh. That you know what, you, you, you felt that like after a while, you go, you know what, I love medicine, and medicine is great, but you see how people are like miserable and burned out or whatever, mm-hmm. That's not me. (laughs) (laughs) Because guess what? If I decide that I'm tired of all of this medicine business, I can go work on something else. And I think one thing that that makes people kind of feel stuck is that feeling that I've spent so much time learning medicine, I don't think I can learn anything else again. Or this is all that I know. Uh No. And I say, you are not a one trick pony, right? Mm -hmm. You were not born throwing in A lines. You were not born <laughs> intubating, right? It took a four-year, it took a period of four years to get you, you know, skilled at your anesthesia craft. But guess mm-hmm. what? By year one, you could already intubate. You could already, you know, throw in IVs and do a lines. Even just one year yeah. of learning can get you can take you, you know, significant like leaps yeah. and bounds that you can't even imagine standing in front of that one year. Mm-hmm. So I tell people, I say, listen. Just give yourself grace. What you don't know right now, that's fine. Give yourself that year of learning, right? Give yourself that year of learning, and it will surprise you what comes out at the other end. Like I listen to my clients right now, and like she just closed on something recently, and I just listening to her just talk about just analyzing, and I'm like, look at you. This is just like three months.
0: Wait a minute. Now you didn't tell us about the coaching part yet. You got to. Oh. go. when did that get laced in this? <laughs> oh yeah. Oh, okay.
1: Oh yeah. Okay. Okay. Let me back up a little bit. So, so a few years into doing all the real estate stuff, so initially, like my first three years of doing it, I kept it quiet because, like you said, people are like, 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 how do you talk about you're doing something on the side when you're in the doctor's lounge, right? Yeah. At the time, right now we're like really out there now, but previously when you talk about doing something outside of medicine, you look like you were a hustler, right? Exactly. And it was almost like frowned upon, not really frowned upon, but it was almost like like side eye kind of thing. Like, oh, look at you, like, you know? Right. So I didn't say anything about it in public for a good three years. And then after a while, I was like, actually, I will see people post about, about like their real estate deals. Like, oh, you know, my sister's brother's uncle's friend brought me this deal. And I will see the deal. And I'm like, this is not a deal at all. Like it's wrong, <laughs> you know? And then on the real estate forums I'll see people posting about oh you know just go find your doctor friends and have them fund your deal and I was like these doctor friends they can do their own deals they can use their money for their own deals right yeah. um and so that kind of it, it was a mix of like being pissed and being like terrified at the kind of deals that doctors were doing that I started mm-hmm. saying okay well maybe I could actually show someone what to do and they first of all started out with just, you know, teaching people how to get started in real estate in general. And then in the last year or so, we've kind of almost niched down. I don't know if, it, if it'll expand again, but right now we're almost almost explicitly focused on doing short-term rentals for a number of reasons. Lots of physicians were either getting lured into deals that they knew nothing about. Mm-hmm. Now, it's one thing to invest in a deal because you know it's a good deal and you don't want to miss out on a good deal. It's right. so another thing to invest in somebody else's deal Because you're like, you know what? I don't, I don't really know how these deals work, but this person says it's a good deal. So I'ma just go with what he said. Right. And that I I just felt like like creating an environment where physicians were empowered to not only do their own deals, but that if they chose to invest in other people's deals, they at least understood how the deals worked and could critique a deal, you know, the way they would critique another doctor's assessment plan. You see what I'm saying?
0: Yeah. Yeah. We, the whole culture of medicine that you can only do medicine and you're only good for medicine and the rest of life and everything else is cut off to you. We want to debunk that right oh, yeah. here and now, because you highlighted that you're a whole person. Mm-hmm. And in order to get the most out of life, you have to engage all those other aspects. Mm-hmm. I think anesthesia is amazing in that you know, you have skills, you have the ability to see in real time the fruits of your labor, but mm-hmm. then also it gives you the space to explore these other aspects of life with you, which you took full advantage of. Yep. And then you provide, you mentioned a, a, a forum and yeah. the education for them to build the confidence and the due diligence to know what to do to vet the opportunities that are coming their way. I mean, it sounds like you have assembled a whole team here.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. We've started out as just, you know, just me. um, But in the past few months now, we've added on different team members doing different things, growing into just something, you know, nice and beautiful. We meet on a regular basis and go over people's deals and things like that. It's, it's fun.
0: Oh my gosh. So what, what is the name of your coaching and forum enterprise? Oh, it's um, it's Savvy
1: Docs in real estate, um, and you can find it at SavvyDoctors.co. We also have a, a free Facebook group, Savvy Docs Physicians Building Wealth with Short Term Rentals group. Um, yeah, and you know, on there, I come on you know weekly or something to teach on something interesting about short term rentals. We now have a Short Term Revolution um podcast. Uh, short term revolution boot camp.
0: It's yeah. <laughs> Incredible. And you I mean you mentioned that when you started in real estate, it all came from that fix and flip show. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and oh, yeah. and it sounded like you started with the fix and flips and then you went immediately into like commercial. Yeah. And yeah, so it, it, I think that's just wow. the beauty of, of real estate that like it it's almost addictive,
1: right? Like it's because <laughs> like you it's because like you Walk into a playground, and then there's the slide, and then there's the swing, and then there's this, and then there's that. I'm like, oh my god, There's that too. Um, so I mean, there can be a little bit of squirreling when you get into real estate, but mm-hmm. you know, as long as you make money on the way, it's you can really just turn it into into fun, and then you don't have to work again. <laughs>
0: oh wow! I love that. What are so for the trainees that are you know in residency? Um, what tips do you have for success? in their residency program, Mm -hmm. and then we'll move over to the attendings following that. Okay.
1: So for trainees, what I say is, if you have something that lights you up, engage, but not at the detriment of your actual clinical work, because this is the foundation that you're going to build that will ultimately take you through your career. So you want to study, you want to make sure that, that that does not that you don't get so busy that you're slipping on the important things, right? Now, but that said, if you have something that ignites you, something that keeps you awake, that keeps you alive, go for it. Like make sure you have a community that you can that you can fall back on, you know, when when you have a rough night on call, for example. If it's a church, if it's a if it's friends, if you have family members, don't ignore your community and don't ignore your interests because okay, very often in those interests you also build a community a support system, you know something that you can um, build build from. But understanding that you are still laying the foundation for your anesthesia for what could be your anesthesia career so you don't want holes in that one.
0: Mm-hmm. Okay, beautiful. And, and so again, it is, it sounds for you, the role of real estate, it ignited you and it enhanced your ability to study and it enhanced your engagement within the field. So if any of you have that thing, you know, that Dr. Fowley is mentioning that has that spark and energy, I mean, go for it. Cause that Mm -hmm. has the ability to just make everything else you touch turn to gold. Yeah. And I
1: think the other thing that you find also is that particularly when you get into like real estate spaces, for example as you listen to say podcasts or whatever, you get a lot of personal development training. Okay. So people will mention books and then you go read the book and the book is about, let's say, you know, how to win your day, for example. Well, how to win your day is not only for real estate, how to right. win your day also helps your anesthesia day. Right. Yeah. So all in all, you become a more, um, you become a, a better human, if you may. You you get sharpened in areas where you would never have been sharpened if you didn't step out of the medicine world. Because in medicine, we're very goal-directed. Okay, the kid has this, the weighs 10 pounds, you know, 10 kilos. So you give, you know, 0.5 per kilo, that's it,
0: right?
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Having other interests sort of help take care and smoothen those other areas that we don't really deal with in medicine that actually help us become full people.
0: Oh, yes, I just love that. And that advice goes to the attendings as well I mean oh, yeah <laughs> you, you need that it sounds like it's even more crucial then and yeah. and in the course of this you i mean you mentioned three girls oh mm-hmm. so my initial epiphany
1: with real estate was my, I was actually pregnant with my first daughter oh. so my husband had left had traveled and I was home but pregnant right so that first epiphany was with, with was with with her now when I started as an attending funny story was. <laughs> I sat at work October 2nd at about five months into my pregnancy, thinking that I had another maybe three months plus, you know, to like settle into my job and then have my baby in January. Nope. She came one week after. Okay, So, so, So I actually say that when I had her, she was in the NICU and I was home and I was having these conversations with my people at my job and no fault of they I, they were great they gave me great accommodation for this baby but i was i remember just just sitting there thinking wait a minute wait a minute are we really at, talking about how much time i get to spend with my you know 1 kilo baby yeah. like and then it hit me if you don't show up to work you do not get paid wow and that that fire mm-hmm. for building another another stream of income like was lit and it's been burning since then because it because I realized that after 14 years of training, 13 years, you know, undergrad, med school, blah, 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 plus fellowship, that if I did not show up, I did not get a paycheck. And mm-hmm. I saw that what I'd been working on as like a side gig, you know, side hustle, whatever, needed to transition from an extra little thing I was doing on the side to okay, how do we actually make this? a significant and substantial stream of income.
0: Yes. And, yeah. It takes moments like that, right? Moments where you're like, wait a minute, I invested all this time and now you're yep. telling me that, I, you, you know, you basically, as Tony Robbins says, you're a dancing bear, you know, and having exchanging time for money, you want something that has legs on its own. So, And, um, and,
1: and, and this is with, with great employers. Like they were not bad, like, when I right. say this, it's not to say, oh my gosh, they didn't even let me. They actually made accommodations, but yeah. they are an enterprise. Like they could yeah. not make any further, right? right? Like they they actually helped me like batch my vacations They even let me carry over some into the next year so I could get yeah. extra days off. But there was only so much that they could do
0: right. as employers.
1: Yep. And so that's when I realized it's not on them to create my, my flexibility it's on me.
0: What an incredible story. The, the running theme for this discussion has been y'all don't ignore yourself, right? Ooh. You, you <laughs> mentioned that your superpower is introspection, you know, and, and that's something that we all need to sharpen if you're not good at it already, uh, because you only get one one life, you know, yeah. and to just pour it all in the operating room, isn't, isn't where it's at. (laughs) And unfortunately we know that because anesthesiologists have the highest suicide rates, right? Yeah. So all the more reason why we need to, uh, pour into ourselves so that we then have something to pour out onto the patients we're serving.
1: Yeah. It's, I think one, one great place for people to start, um, in a few weeks, depending on when this is is released, the Short-Term Revolution Bootcamp, that they can go to strbootcamp.com. Don't forget the the, so T-H-E-S-T-R bootcamp.com. And for those who are saying, you know I don't even know where to start. Like maybe real estate, I could possibly look into real estate. Or if you just want to get like a place that you can use that can also make you money, that's the easiest way to get into entrepreneurship, okay? I call real estate, like, Entrepreneurship on training wheels where you can literally just buy yourself a nice old house for yourself and then rent it when you're not there, right? And now all of a sudden it's making you money. But we have a bootcamp where we're gonna be teaching people how to do that, to do that in a safe way, so you don't just go buy crap. (laughs) Okay. And it's at vstrbootcamp.com. And if you're watching this after it already it already happens, there'll probably be some way of getting the replays and stuff. So just check it out still.
0: Okay. Yeah. Wow. Thank you so much, <laughs> Dr. Fowle. Absolutely love it. Lessons to take from this discussion. Follow your curiosity. Be open to learning more. As a physician, you have the skill set that'll set you up for success across many different fields. Do not limit yourself. You aren't, quote unquote, just a doctor. Medicine is only one part of you. It does not define you, nor will it complete you. Recognize this early and it'll be better for your mind, for your mood, for your body. Dr. Fowley's engagement in real estate reignited her love across every aspect of her life. It improved her ability to connect with patients her test-taking? What passion will do that for you? Be curious. Embrace it. I hope you enjoyed this episode of Sivo Sisters. If you love this episode as much as I did, head on over and rate and subscribe so you don't miss out. New episodes drop every week on a Monday because we all can use a little something, something to get us through the week. Am I right? I'd love to hear more from you on the topics that you want to hear. So let me know in the comments. This is Dr. Peterson signing off. See you next time.